0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Meerkat Musings podcast. Welcome back to a new series, which is basically gonna be random prompts forming the basis for a short podcast. And the first subject today is printing. Now, you may be thinking that's not necessarily a subject of a great deal of interest, or there's, there's much to say about it. But actually, for me personally, I have done, I say professional printing, I have done bulk printing shall we say uh, at a previous job and consequently I'm familiar with a few things about printing and also about printers. I used to sell printers and so there were a few things I'm familiar with with that side of things as well. And there were a few things that that people do in terms of printing and printing requests that can be quite frustrating and annoying. And we'll start with that. So back in the day, back when I worked for this office supply retailer, we had a copy and print center that was reasonably busy. A popular thing to do there was to actually bind dissertations together, sometimes print and bind dissertations. So often in the run up to say like uh, June sort of time, when these things started to be needed to be handed in we would do a lot of printing a lot of binding we at one point started to do this like sort of book binding thing involving hot glue and that kind of thing which could be quite messy sometimes and throughout the course of the year we would do our things as well we would print out uh, sort of pamphlets and, and flyers and we would print out booklets for uh, funeral services, for wedding services, for, for all kinds of things, really. We could send away business cards, we could print business cards, we could do uh, Christmas cards, we could do all sorts of things. Laminating as well, we could do, as I say, all sorts of things. But expectations sometimes for how long certain things would take, well, it will come off no surprise to anyone that the the public as a rule, I mean, a lot of them to be fair, absolutely fine, but some of them really didn't understand or appreciate that the print and copy centre could not work miracles. Bear in mind that depending on on when this was, the store in question would either close at seven or eight. Usually uh, for, for a long time it would close at, at seven. We couldn't produce, say, you know, two to 300 flyers or pamphlets or booklets from six o'clock until eight o'clock. It wasn't physically possible, certainly from six to seven, forget about it. And some people would come in and they would be like, oh, you know, I have a wedding to go to tomorrow and I need to print off 200 of these sort of double-sided colour printouts that need to be stapled together. And they would be done sort of pronto and we're like, hang on a minute, you've left it until now, it, it can't be done, you know? I mean, the expectation is unreasonable. They, they are probably expecting us to stay late to fulfill their request, but quite frankly, why should we have to stay late at work because of someone else's tardiness? One of the things, I'm dovetailing a bit here, but one of the things which What's always annoyed me working in retail is this belief that that our time is somehow not important and that our free time doesn't matter we are at work doing a job doing a job that other people can't or won't do and when the day is finished we want to go home we have families to see we have things we want to do we might want to go out with our friends we can't do any of that if we're stuck at work an hour and a half later than we should be because we're doing something for you that you should have sorted out a lot earlier and then of course some people have the audacity to react with annoyance and shock that hang on a minute we're not prepared to devote our free time to resolving your mistake and That was a, I say, frequent thing. It wasn't frequent, but it happened often enough to be annoying. When the day is done, the day is done. Our opening hours for pretty much any store out there are not a secret. It's not really an issue so much with where I work now, different environment altogether. But certainly in that particular place, it could be an issue. And it could be annoying, to put it mildly. It's just about people managing their time better and yes I appreciate some things happen suddenly and with some more sensitive stuff we would do our best to be more helpful. Like for example if it was something for a funeral you know you don't tend to sometimes have, I mean sometimes you know these things are organised in advance and sometimes they're not because sometimes it's sudden. So that's a bit different but for a number of things it's a case of well hang on a minute you know. It's up to the customer to be more organised. With the, with the dissertations and that kind of thing, it could be, as I say, quite busy. So sometimes it was a case of some people would come in, the sensible ones would come in a day or two before it was due to be handed in and get it dealt with then. Some people would come in on the day, on, on the morning of when it's due to be handed in, and there might be a queue. There might be two or three other people who are waiting for their dissertations to be done. And, well... If you want to jump the queue, your best bet really is to ask the customers, to ask them nicely. And if they're willing to let you jump the queue, great. If they're not, then it's up to you to wait. Again, it's no one's fault but your own. You've been disorganised. So that's what it was like from that side of the print and copy desk for us. And then there's the the shop floor, and there's the selling of printers, which brought a different set of challenges. Now, you might think that a printer is a fairly straightforward thing, and by and large they are, but over the years, an ordinary printer by itself has become less of a thing. And nowadays, it's actually quite common to see all-in-one machines you've seen them all the time they combine a printer with a copier and scanner function as well and a lot of them these days, they can actually uh, be connected to uh, USB memory sticks, you can plug memory cards into them from from a camera and print directly from there and they do a wide range of things these days as well, some of them can print onto high quality photo paper so you can reproduce okay it's not necessarily as sharp as a, as a professional sort of photography shop, but you can reproduce your photos on high-quality photo paper and all kinds of things like that. And now a feature of the modern printer. But there are things that can be somewhat frustrating with printers. And they can be frustrating from the point of view of trying to sell printers. One thing that the, the manufacturers tend to do is well, actually i'm not sure about this i was always told that we needed to sell ink cartridges with a printer because the cartridges that came with the printer were not necessarily going to be full cartridges and even if they were they would use up a lot of ink going through the calibration stage and so we would explain that to customers with a view to selling some extra ink and from a business point of view of course we're doing that to Uh, to add more value to the sale. And for the same reason, we'd also ask about paper and we would also kind of stress the importance of a USB cable to connect up your printer to your computer. And in fairness, a lot of printers, especially in the days of the non-wireless ones, did not come with a cable. Uh, You might think that's a bit weird, but it would have been an extra cost to the manufacturers maybe they were interested in, so we would sell the cables. And I can tell you now, the cables in question were expensive next to what the cost prices were. In some cases, very different. We had two types of cable a standard, like sort of silver USB cable, and a gold one. And the gold one, in principle, would be better for signal transmission. But the gold one was something like 15 quid at the time versus about four or five quid for the silver one. And is it worth that much more? Is it worth an extra 10 quid? No, absolutely not. The job in the end is exactly the same. The the speed at which it works, virtually identical. It's almost imperceptible to human beings. And it's certainly, even if it was a little bit quicker, it wasn't 10 pound extra quicker. So let that be a lesson to you if you're buying a printer you don't need to go for the fancy cable. You really don't. But it's not really an issue these days because it's not about irony that the wireless printers normally come with, or certainly back when I was selling them, which admittedly was quite a while ago now, they would normally come with a cable for installation purposes. But we would sometimes still look, or still be expected to try and sell a cable anyway in order to like sort of upgrade it sort of thing. And then finally you had the idea of, as I say, trying to sell paper, which people would often want paper because they would need to be doing lots of printing, which was quite easy. But there's lots of different types of paper as well. You've got your standard 80 GSM paper, which is what you would see for the most part everywhere, which I dare say is somewhat flimsy, but does the job. 90 gram paper is a little bit better. You can actually feel the difference, believe it or not, between the two. Then you've got 100 gram, we also sell, uh, or sold, I should say, 120 gram and 160 gram. And the thing about 160 is it's not card, but it's starting to head that way. So some printers actually didn't like that. If it was a printer where it was, for example, kind of like a front-loading printer, and the paper came out the front as well it would often jam because it, would, would, it wouldn't sort of curve and fold as easily as, as ordinary paper would so you had to watch out for that believe it or not it wasn't always a good idea to have that kind of paper with an ordinary printer and then you had laser printers which were a whole different ball game much bigger much more cost effective in the long run but much more expensive as a starting cost the printers themselves were usually more expensive and don't get me started on toner cartridges, they were usually very expensive. Especially if it was one where you had multiple cartridges, which was a popular thing and still is. The school of thought being, if you have individual cartridges for each individual colour, it worked out more economical in the long run, which I think it does to be fair. With a lot of the all-in-one colour cartridges, they are actually divided into segments. And if any one of those segments goes, you have to replace the whole cartridge. Whereas you can just buy the cartridge you need. Great. But maybe not as profitable for manufacturers in the long run. So, yeah. There you have a brief rundown of what it's like to work with and sell printers. Slightly unusual, I know. Very unusual podcast, really. But we shall try and find other, perhaps more interesting subjects in the future. Meantime... I hope you feel slightly more educated.